Welcome to the Boss Effect Podcast, a podcast that helps you comfortably rock in life and business. The show where you learn what it takes to be your own boss, your one-stop shop for tips, tools, and resources, your sweet spot for digital online business startup. When you are looking for your next step in life and business, we've got you covered. Where emerging entrepreneurs come to level up their game. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven, and Queen Welcome to the Kimmy. Boss Effect Show once again. And we have a very special guest that hails all the way from Texas by way of Michigan. When I tell you this is one of the coolest cats on the planet, I mean he's one of the coolest cats on the planet. He's a renaissance hustler, dream chaser, passion enthusiast, and also he's a jack of all trade. And when I say, man, this dude here is just one big connection, man. He, I mean, if you need to be connected, he's the connector to go to. And I'm happy to know this guy as a friend. And you might as well say he's family. I was going to say, you know Danny's so, more than friend. With that being said, man, welcome to the Boss Effect Podcast, Mr. Danny Bullock. AKA Danny B. What's up, family? Yes, yes. <laughs> What's up? What's up with it? How's everybody living out there? Man, from the streets of K Town all the way to the streets of the good old USA. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go back. Yes, we do. We met all the way in a whole nother country, all the way in Germany. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back in the military days, huh? Yes, yes. Kind of like that rap song. I'm not internationally known, but I actually am because we actually were international, huh? <laughs> That's right. That's right. All the way. Uh, so, my boy, my boy Diggs used to have a line. He, he used to say, from Germany to the East Coast, don't let it confuse you. We do numbers on both sides similar to a ruler. Oh, man. Ooh. Ooh, that was hot. <laughs> yeah, I used to love that line, man. <laughs> hey, but with that said, man, the Boss Effect Podcast is a bold, outspoken, soulful storyteller, which stands for boss. Mm. It highlights people, man, who have been through something and are now showing up in their life and in business and using their power of their story to the audience and to the world. So with that being said, man, what makes you a boss, Mr. Danny? That's a good question. What makes me a boss is just taking charge of my own, um, my own destiny and taking charge of my own circumstances. Because a lot of times throughout life, we'll fall victim to circumstance when in, in an actuality, you influence your surroundings, you influence your own circumstances. So I think what makes me a boss is, is taking control of them circumstances, man. Man, like that, like that. So um, with that being said, what is your story in three minutes or less, if you, can, if you can knock that out for us. You know, young kid from Flint, Michigan, left Michigan when, uh, when I graduated high school in 96, didn't have too many prospects. My mother was in the military, so I decided to follow in her footsteps. Had a 15-year career in the military, uh, did three years in, um, in different combat zones, came out of that, went into the oil field, made more money than I ever made in my life in the oil field. Thing is, though, when you hand a broke person money, they're going to do broke people things. Mm. And so I was making $10,000 a week, and then I was spending $10,000 a week. 
when I tell you it was tough, I think that was one of the most difficult lessons for me to learn. I was in the oil field for two years. And at the end of that two years, I showed up to work one day, the gates were chained and there were 15 people standing outside. The company had closed down in the middle of the night because the, the price of natural gas had dropped by 17 cents and it was no longer economically feasible for them to keep that satellite location open in Oklahoma. So I went from making $10,000 a week to about $425 a month in unemployment. And uh, needless to say, the repo man started showing up real quick. (laughs) 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 You know, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is at the time, could have paid cash for everything that I had, no question in my mind. I was looking at financing like another set of free money. So I got this 10 stacks in my hand, but I'm going to keep this and I'm going to get everything on credit. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a cheeseburger today. You know, <laughs> and that and that at the time, that was my logic, you know, in the military and as a young man growing up and even as a young man in Flint and then going into the military, they never gave us any type of financial advice. Yeah, I learned a lot. I lost a lot. What I do, though, is I don't dwell on that. What I call that is tuition in the mm-hmm. college of life. Mm-hmm. If you. If you learn those lessons and you can apply them to your life, then they were well worth the loss, 100%. Man, I love that, man. Matter of fact, I love that so much, I want to ask you this. We often hear that, man, we are like the five people that we spend the most time with. So who are the most influential five people that you have surrounded yourself with that elevated you to where you are right now? Yeah, so no question, one of those is definitely my mother. Without people taking this out of context, she's a straight gangster. Mm -hmm. And I say that to say this, you know, people do what they can. You know, they say gangsters do what they want, but I say gangsters do what they must, you know, to make things happen. Mm -hmm. My mother raised three kids on her own as a single active duty soldier. My grandmother was another person that was really heavily influenced in my life. I know that's the same for you, Jita. Yes, sir. I remember that from a couple of tracks, you know what I'm saying? One of my favorite tracks. <laughs> my grandfather and some of my really close friends, I look to, to people like you guys. You guys influenced me a lot with your creativity and how you um, exude that positivity out into the world. You know what I mean? Man, we appreciate that, definitely, man. That's why we keep people like you around. When I met you in Germany, it was like an instant connection, both of us being MCs. You were already part of a group. I was solo. I had just left a group. So when I met y'all, it was like y'all, y'all embraced me. I didn't become part of y'all group, but y'all embraced me as family and allowed me to rock out shows with y'all. Y'all didn't look at me as an outsider. So, you know, so I appreciate that. 100, man. You know, that that saying of steel sharpens steel, that's that's real, man. That's That's as real as it gets. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I love the way you're sharing so much wisdom. And when you talk about the people you surround yourself with, you know what I heard? I heard wisdom. I heard older people. I'm influenced by the wisdom of the older people. And that's what a lot of people forget when we're showing up in our space and we're showing up in the world. There's a gap between the younger people who think they they have the muscle and the speed and they can get out here and make things happen. But the older people, like your mothers and grandmothers and grandparents, they have that wisdom that if we sit down and we surround ourselves with that wisdom and we put that wisdom with what the young generation have, man, we'll be unstoppable. We will be unstoppable. 
unstoppable. And when you start showing up, you automatically become a mentor. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, man, who supported you on your journey, man? Like family, friends, and networks. Matter of fact, when you said that uh, oil plant got shut down, and you had to basically start from scratch, man, to rebuild, oh, wow. rebuild yourself. Who was in your corner, man, on your journey? It was a wild ride. When I first got out of the military, you know, because I went straight from Flint to the military and then out on the streets to try to make it on your own. Growing up in the military, I didn't have a lot of life experience. I had street experience from the time I was young till I was about 18. That helped me a lot. But as far as, like... Um, how to handle responsibilities and all of that stuff. I never really had that in the civilian sector. In the military, you know, you were given a set of orders and you was told, handle that, make it happen. Yes. What happened when the oil field collapsed, I had some friends in the military, my homeboy Luna and a couple of other cats, and we started a, a crew called Knowledge Entertainment. And it was a, a multimedia company. Mm. And what was interesting was, they told me on the weekends they could use the equipment. And I was like, man, hold up. And they, when I tell you they had official cameras, like those, um, those red, those Sony red cameras and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I was like, hey, yeah, yeah. man, so my wheels was turning. So I was like, look, let's, let's get with all these people that want videos and we can start doing the videos and editing and producing everything. So from there, you know, Knowledge Entertainment was born. And we decided, okay, I'm going to take the little bit, uh, the, the couple of dollars that I did uh, man manage to salvage from my own self, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and we're going to try to start this company called Knowledge Entertainment in Las Vegas. So I don't know what you guys know about Vegas, man, but Vegas, Vegas will eat you alive if you don't understand what's going on. Yes. It's yeah. definitely, a, it's a city of, of favors and backroom deals, people hiding their hands and throwing rocks, you know, all of that stuff. <laughs> Without going into a whole bunch of craziness, <laughs> basically in the end, we failed. All right, we failed because we mismanaged our time. We mismanaged our focus. The little bit of success that we did get, we didn't capitalize on it. What I mean by that is, we would get these little moments of success where different artists would give us videos. We had a couple connections at like the MGM casino and stuff. And we would ride these little mini waves of success where we were getting like one video here or one video there. Whatever it is that you do, I don't care if you're selling widgets or whatever it is, you have to think beyond the first sale. You have to be prepared with a fully loaded clip for that next round of things to continue, continue, continue. Because if not, what'll happen is you'll get comfortable. And when you get comfortable, that's when it starts to crumble. Your foundation will start to, to crumble around you because you're not maintaining that. And that's what happened to us. Within 90 days of being in Las Vegas, I was homeless and everything that I owned was in a five by seven storage room. I had to trade. My last two uh, mobile possessions was a, a 40 caliber MMP pistol and a 38 special Smith & Wesson. And I traded those for a plane ticket to back to Ansbach, Germany. Oh, man. Stop playing. Hey, let me, before, I, yeah. before, before you finish that story, man, because I have to, because what you just mm. said, 
leads right into this it's, game. It's so amazing. Yes. Like, like we we have a structure for this show, Danny, yeah. because we okay. like what you just yep. said. Like we we started this podcast with the end state in mind. You know, and we've mm-hmm. experienced exactly what you're talking about. Like, yes. we've been down to, like, our lights about to get cut off in our house because we so used to the military taking care of us. Like, what? You know? So, this next question, oh, my gosh. I'm Actually, excited. This, this is not even a question. We're this not going to even stick to the structure right now because he just did yeah, this. He did it. I mean, basically, everything he was just talking about is okay. basically the questions that we would ask, you already would say. Yeah. So, it's like... The last thing you just said, man, you were down to your last and you was you was homeless. This goes right into a game that we play with all our guests. It's called 10K okay. in 10 Days. Yes. All right. Mm. Ready for all right. Wait, 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 wait. I don't, yep. think, I don't think he heard you, but I, mean, I think you need to hear it. You down to your last. Down to your last. And you got to do what? Mm-hmm. 10K in 10 days. Mm. Okay. All right. Here are the rules. All right. All right. So the rules. You have to make 10K in 10 days, and if you make it, you get another 10K as a bonus. Mm. All right? So that means you walk right. out of here with 20K in your pocket. Okay. All right? So. Not for real, though. Yeah, not for real. <laughs> 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 now, you have to start over from nothing, which you already just stated that you already been in that situation. Nobody mm-hmm. knows your name, and you only mm-hmm. have $100 in your pocket. And we're going to throw you a vehicle. You get a vehicle. Yeah, we got to give you something to sleep. Give, give you a little beater to run it right And then you cannot borrow or get a loan from friends or family. You must use your own skills and knowledge and gifts to make this 10K in 10 days. And you can okay. use the internet. Now, and explain, you can use the internet. You can use the internet. So explain to our listeners okay. how you're going to go about getting that 10K in 10 days. And while you're doing that, I'll give you a moment before you start. You can take a moment because we're going to let, let we want to let you know that this is a sponsored segment and we would like to give a shout out to our sponsor. We would like to give a shout out to our sponsor, William Hung. Yes, you can be a success champion and William Hung is doing just that. He had the courage to go on American Idol and spite of what everybody thought, he showed up. That took courage. And if you would like to know how you can do that, William Hong has a book out right now called Success. You Have the Power to Be a Success Champion by William Hong. And we would like to say thank you to William Hong for sponsoring this segment of The Boss Effect. The Boss Effect on, The Boss Effect on, hey. Let's get it. All right. So Danny, before we heard from our sponsor, you were about to jump into 10K in 10 days. All right, with the hundred dollars, there's a, especially with being able to utilize the internet. There's there's a, a multitude of things that you could do. Um, what I would probably start with is I would do some retail on a um, on some site on um, some sort of site like Amazon or eBay. And one of the things that um, it's kind of played out right now, but I think you could still do it if you was in a situation where you needed to, to come up and you and all you had to focus on was that one goal. What, what I would do is I would take that $100 and I would go to every Burlington Coat Factory, uh, TJ Maxx or Ross, and I would go to their sneaker department and on their sneaker shelves, I would get every size nine and a half and 10 that I could get that was sought after. So you could get a pair of sneakers at Ross for $10 and 
and turn around and sell them on something like StockX for for fifty to a hundred dollars, and you you could continue to do that. What you would have to do is you'd have to keep your re up. You can't you couldn't mess your re up money up. So you would take that hundred dollars, and I would continue to flip that until I got to a point where I had around five grand. Once I had that five thousand. Then I would turn that into a consulting service and try to get me a couple of clients to do the same exact thing because the proof is in the experience, right? If somebody mm -hmm. sees, you could go to somebody today and be like, hey, man, I could show you how to turn $100 into $10,000. And they're going to look at you like, man, whatever. But if I can show you that I've done it myself, that's when other people will, will latch on. It's just like uh, with Bitcoin. I specifically remember somebody coming to me, Billy Sweet, Billy Sweet from, from uh, Alpha Company 601st came to me and said, hey, man, uh, when Bitcoin was, I want to say, like 25 cents. And he was like, hey, man, uh, have you ever heard of Bitcoin? And I was like, what's that? He goes, oh, it's a digital currency. I was like, man, I don't play no video games. Get out of my face with that. Mm. So when somebody comes and talks, talks about that now, you know, it's a different, it's a different story. People are willing to listen, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So consulting, um, making decisions based on your past experience for others to benefit off is one of the most lucrative and rewarding positions that you can be in. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I would earn my first 5,000 hard earned. Right. In the hopefully in that first five days, I could take that money and flip it. Now, here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about self-employed entrepreneurship. It is not a nine to five. There is nothing nine to five about it at all. No matter what you think, it is a 24 seven, 365, very little sleep and very little calm and relaxation. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for comfort and and stability, Man, uh, those are some things you're going to have to forego for a great amount of time until you've established yourself in, uh, in the entrepreneurial area. I don't know if I really laid out the path that well. Like I said, I would take that first five and I would use that as proof positive that mm -hmm. I can make that happen. And then I would sell that concept onto somebody else. Now, people have done the Amazon and, and Ross thing for, for years now. And it is kind of played out, but it's still tried and true. So don't, don't try to forge a new path for the forest when there's a, a path right in front of you, especially when you're down to your last. Use something that's tested and true. You know what? I love that you said that because, Danny, right now, that's where I am in my own life. You know, with this consulting, when I first started out as a coach, it was like I wanted to make my own way. And then I soon found that it was just like counseling soldiers in the military. When the soldiers come into your unit, you come up with a plan for how you're going to get them promoted, how you're going to get them to the next level. It's really getting them from point A to point B. And you can't lead soldiers until you've taken the steps to get yourself in order to be a leader. So for us that are veterans that are military, like that was just a no brainer for me. You know, that was, so I got excited. I, I kind of got excited. I didn't mean it. But I will say this. I am an entrepreneur. I am a businesswoman. I have a framework for success that is proven and gets scalable, repeatable, scalable results. And Danny, baby, I don't work on the weekends. 
Okay. Yes, ma'am. I work on the weekends. Yes, ma'am. We call Mellow Monday because I don't do nothing on Monday. But like you say, there you go. There I you go. All the work up front to be able to say, guess what? I work mm -hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday if I choose. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know. If you yep. Then I, 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 I'm gonna have to slide this on in there, man. So. You just recently moved from, from, from upstate New York, right? Yes, sir. How did you go from that to moving to Texas to becoming a farmer? <laughs> Before he answered that, can I say something? Yes. Because you said yes, upstate to Texas to becoming a farmer. Yes. In my mind, I'm still trying to damn process how he went from rapping and, and hip hop to a farmer in overall singing <laughs> farming. So that's so great question, Sean, because Danny. You flow, you uh, rap. Yeah. And matter of fact, why don't you answer the question in a freestyle? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know I, that actually that actually uh, is another gem that we could drop on people is if you fancy yourself something, right? If you want to call yourself something, you have to be a student of the game and you have to stay focused on your craft. And there was a time in my life that if you'd have told me to freestyle, I'd have hit you with 16 off the top, no question. True. But because I lacked in that area, and I stutter step, right? I I uh, I let these I let these youngins get ahead of the game, and now, man, uh, your boy is not as nice or as sharp off the top as he used to be. You know, oh, I uh, yes I still are. get that bug every now and again. No, man, I'm telling you, that's that. That is one thing that I will tell anybody about anything that they get into, um, especially if you're turning a passion into a business. A lot of people will tell you to chase your passion. Um, business can suffocate your passion too. So you have to be very cautious and you have to keep that like close, uh, close to your heart and not don't compromise yourself in, in the quest to, to monetize what you love because monetizing what you love can turn it into something that you, I wouldn't necessarily say hate, but it can, it can suck the passion out of it. And that's what happened to me with, um, with making music. I always love hip hop and the culture, but, uh, as far as being an artist, um, you know, trying to turn the, it into an official record company and the LLCs and the taxes and, and, uh, trying to write songs that, that are, are able easily monetized and what do you um you know what what should I say to the fans instead of there was a time when when the, my passion was an escape and then it became a burden and that's when I had to walk away and it it took me years because you know every single day you you know how it is uh yeah. Jita yeah. because yeah. you know Mm -hmm. Um, you wake up every day and all you want to do is write. When you go to sleep, you, you got a pad by the bed because you, you know, you 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 think of a bar or a metaphor, like Man. you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, now it's the it's the voicemail on the phone or whatever. And um, <laughs> you know, that that'll never leave me, but it is definitely something that I I um I slacked on. And what I realized was you don't have to give your entire passion to the world. What you can do is you can, you can use the skill set that you retain from your enjoyment and apply it to your everyday life. And you can monetize a little bit of that, but never give up your full passion. 
Um, it's, uh, you know, I, I hope people heed that warning because it is truly detrimental to your it, it bold it stands for being bold about your passion your purpose your mission being outspoken about it meaning that i'm going to stand for this thing and not be swayed and let someone else tell me how to show up in my purpose passion or mission and being soulful about it means this is mine this comes from my soul you know like this is what i am this is who i am mm -hmm. and this is how i'm showing up this is this is sacred to me mm -hmm. so when i'm speaking and i'm telling my story and i'm sharing my passion and I'm saying, hey, world, this is this, and I'm a boss. I'm saying that I advocate and I stand for something that's personal to my soul and how I'm showing up in the world. I'm, I'm, see? Get, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting on both of y'all, see, because he he uh he has tried to escape the question about being a how he became a farmer, and you gave him a escape by by rambling. So we're gonna get back to that question. <laughs> how did you get into this farming, man? Uh, one of the lessons that I learned is that a lot of times when I would chase the side hustle, I would exclude my family. I would, I would run after something by myself. So the, this last time that I said, okay, I need to do something and I don't wanna be scattered all over the place. And I want to focus my energy towards something that can one, build a legacy and two, bring generational wealth to my family. I may not, uh, benefit from this as greatly as the generations to come. From what I've established now with, with uh, land ownership and um, copywriting my intellectual property and things like that, I'm building the foundation for generational longevity so that my kids' kids can take this to that level. You know, it's, um, it's like a progressional thing. So when I sat down, I said, okay, what can I do that's going to include my family and plant that seed of, of hustle and hard work into them, just like it is in me. And for me to be able to live by example, because we could tell our kids, hey, follow your dreams. Don't work for nobody. Uh, you know, be independent. And then they looking at us clocking in every day like, what are you talking about? Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yep. So my idea was get this land. Get somewhere where people aren't all in your business, where as long as you keep your stuff on your side of the fence, everybody leaves you alone. And, um, and try to be self-sustaining. So, like, right now, we're, raise, we're raising free-range uh, grass-fed beef. Uh, we got 30 chickens. Um, we have, uh, you know, a couple of horses, a couple of donkeys. Um, <laughs> and we're just trying to build that infrastructure to where... We don't buy dog food. We don't buy, we know where all our meat and vegetables come from. Okay. We have a 50 by 90 foot greenhouse on the property. Uh, it's amazing, man. But yo, if, so it really had to do with including my, my family and my, and my friends in my hustle, as opposed to me drawing a line between business and my, uh, my the ones that I love. Danny, I am smiling so hard. My jaws are hurting. Like I have the I love that because that is like Sean Seven, I promise I'm not trying to steal your album, but you know, that's the <laughs> that's the essence of growth. That's yeah. the essence of living. That is the essence of transformation. That is the essence of what we do, and that is the essence of being. If you notice the initials for the boss effect come out to be to be. Oh, I see. E -E. It. We want everybody I to just it. 
just be. Yes. Just be. So I love that. Danny, thank you so much for stopping by the boss effect. The boss effect on, the boss effect yes, on. Yes, we so glad you're here. Oh man, Danny, before we tell before we go out, can you just tell them one more time that you are B-O-S-S-Z with your chest? Yeah. Say tell, tell them one more time. Yes, ma'am. What up, everybody? It's your boy Danny B. And I'm live on the boss effect because I'm Danny B and I am a boss. Yes, Ooh. yes. Y'all heard it here. Live and direct. So Danny B, we salute you. Deshaun Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an I-E. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.